Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. James chapter 1 verse 2. Well, I must be overjoyed because my life has been filled with many trials and challenges lately. But I'm grateful to my God because he never leaves my side. I'm not alone and I praise him. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord, your God, goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. That's Deuteronomy 31.6. A house is for sale and in contract, and I have found a safe place for my aunt and I to live once things are finalized. But for whatever reason, every time I wanted to make the required down payment to secure the apartment, The complex's website was down, or I'd get an error message, and I'd call management, and we'd play a game of phone tag lasting for days at a time. Anyway, I have yet to secure the deposit, but now, in an interesting turn of events, my aunt no longer wants to live there and is flat out refusing to. It's her money, and I can't force her, so now we are back to square one. At 4 a.m. yesterday, she followed me around the kitchen and the first floor, stating that we must move out of New York as soon as the house is sold. But how, dear? We have a month or two at the most till closing, and where will we go? And what about my job? We need to do things over a period of time. We need to narrow down which possible states, take trips out there to check out properties and neighborhoods. We... When will we do this? When will this all happen? I work six days a week. And because... And and where are the cat's bowls? I got up because he is hungry and I cannot find a single dish. She placed... She paced behind me and began giving me nonsense tax advice. But not before admitting that she took both of Moomba's bowls upstairs and was, has been feeding him using spoons in her bedroom. Then she continued giving her best tips on how to save money. You'll get the biggest tax return if you follow my advice, she exclaimed. And you just have to fill out the papers for your job. Do you promise to do this? Do you? Do you, Zenaida? Will you do this and follow my advice? Okay, dear, I said, as a migraine headache began to form at my temples. I just wanted her to stop following me around and to leave me be. But she wouldn't quit following me around. And will you please bring back Mumba's bowls so that I can feed him? So she went upstairs to retrieve the bowls and then came back down in a jiffy. Can't I just keep feeding him upstairs, she said? I mean, should I keep his bowls in my bedroom and feed him upstairs? No, no you cannot. And thank you for the bowls, I said, as I grabbed them to feed my pet. The thought of moving makes me cringe. Packing and packing and packing will have to happen before we know it. Sadly, my aunt is still believing that everyone in the household, including including my two-year-old grandson, is plotting against her. And now, on top of everything, we are back to square one, in our uh, apartment search. I had to leave the house after feeding Moomba because she was stressing me out so badly that I left at 6.30 in the morning, an hour and a half before work, and the ride there is only 25 minutes long. So I got there early, and at work my mind was foggy, 
and I prayed continuously. Then my daughter called me to tell me that her fiancé's mother had come by, and after watching our grandchildren while my daughter went to physical therapy, my aunt verbally assaulted her mother-in-law, causing her to leave in a hurry. She also verbally attacked my daughter with abusive words such as, I feel sorry for your mother for having a daughter like you, as well as other unkind things. The story is awful and just... And it's just too long to share, but my daughter also felt driven out of the house by the harassment and left in in the freezing cold with my grandsons because my aunt kept banging on her door and spewing venomous words. And when I arrived home from work, she was waiting for me at the front door and denied everything. Instead, she told me that she was being victimized by my daughter and her mother-in-law. A lot more occurred, too much to explain, but my aunt does have a psychiatric evaluation scheduled for this Wednesday. (sighs) Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew Chapter 11, verse 28. Lord, please lighten my burdens. Help me to have patience and understanding towards my aunt. So in all this chaos, I managed to meet someone very special on eHarmony. He is a born-again Christian who is very passionate about Christ and seems very kind and to be a loving person. He owns a martial arts studio and teaches not just the arts, but uses his school as a platform to do God's work, teaching his students and their parents about Christ, being a father figure to any young person who may need it. And as an ordained minister, he runs a church and other activities from his martial arts studio. In this short time of knowing each other, we have been praying together every day, sharing about one another, and enjoying a beautiful friendship. He has made it very clear that he is saving himself from marriage, as am I, and this is refreshing. It's nice to talk someone that's to talk to someone that's not trying to get into your pants. He lives about seven hours away in Pennsylvania, but is driving down next Sunday for our first date, which will begin at my church, and after a couple of hours of worship and praise, we hope to enjoy the rest of the day together. We plan to have lunch at Applebee's and maybe go bowling or go window shopping at the mall. Maybe grab a cup of coffee later and simply talk, pray, and enjoy each other's company. I really look forward to next Sunday and have been enjoying getting to know him through phone conversations that seem like 10 minutes long, but have really lasted two and three or more hours at a time and through video calls. Time just flies whenever we're talking, and in this short period of knowing him, we have begun and ended each day with prayer. So yes, I am very excited. 22 years ago, after divorcing my daughter's father, my previous mother-in-law cursed me. She said that because I divorced her son, despite our promises to God on our wedding day, that God will punish me and that I will never find happiness in love in my lifetime as a punishment for breaking my vows. 
And while now I realize that those words spoken over me are a lie from the pit of hell, before turning my life over to Christ, I believed it. I felt damned and suffered through many abusive romantic relationships, never having my love reciprocating, reciprocated and dealing with everything from sexual violence to infidelity. Before knowing and believing that God loves me and has only good plans for my life, as stated in Jeremiah 29, 11, which says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Before this, I believed the curse that the woman spoke over me. But I now know that through Christ, these chains have been broken and that I am the apple of God's eye. Father God loves me, and I am a do- I am a daughter of the Most High God, which makes me royal. Amen. I now have standards because I know my worth and who I am in Christ, whose Holy Spirit lives inside of me. I refuse to disrespect my temple by allowing any man to use my body as a sexual object or by accepting abusive treatment of any kind. I want to be loved the way God has always intended for me to be loved. Well, this gentleman seems like the kind of man that I have been praying for. So we are kicking things off at church to receive God's blessing. And it's going to be a really great day in my life. I already know it. Oh, and I have part one of my breast reconstruction surgery on February 7th. In this process, they will remove the old tissue expanders and replace them with new ones and fill what they can with a saline solution to begin the expansion process. Then I will need a week off for recovery and after that begin weekly or bi-weekly trips to the plastic surgeon to get saline treatments to continue to fill and further expand the skin. Finally, sometime in the summer, I should be ready to receive the implants. It's been some time since my last podcast, but I think you are up to date for the most part. And I'd like to continue raising Fatima in prayer as her health seems to be declining. And please also pray for my aunt and for my daughter and her family. And that my aunt and I find suitable housing before the sale of a house is finalized. Please pray for me as I embark on this new romantic relationship. Please pray for each other and those around us as there is so much illness with COVID-19 and its latest variant at this time. I think everyone knows someone or of someone who is sick. Finally, I'd like to offer a patient from my place of employment up in prayer. Let's just say her name is Abigail. But the Lord knows exactly who I'm speaking of. Okay? I work at a GYN practice and Abigail called frantically because she wanted a doctor's visit to confirm her pregnancy and how far along she was to see if she still qualified to get an abortion. Our practice does not do abortions, thankfully. So after assisting her with her appointment, I felt such a sadness. Abigail is in her mid-40s and has two grown children in their 20s. This was an undesired pregnancy. I can't go through with this. I'm not starting over 
and I take medications and I don't even know when my last period was. I just can't do this. She exclaimed before hanging up, disappointed that we could not schedule an abortion for her. So my new friend and I prayed for her that evening during our conversation. We prayed for God's will to be done and for the baby's life to be spared. We prayed that Abigail find peace and clarity in her mindset, that God work in her life and show her that she can do all things through Christ. Anyway, I recently peeked into her chart to see how she was doing and I learned that Abigail was about eight weeks pregnant with twins and that there was no fetal heartbeats. Both babies had passed away inside of her. She was given a surgery date of January 22nd, but she pleaded for something sooner and it was stated in her chart notes that she was having a mental breakdown and stated that she would surely end up in a psych ward if they can't get those dead babies out from inside of her. So let us pray for Abigail's health and mental well-being. Will you pray with me? Father God, we thank you for blessing us with this new day. We thank you for loving us and granting us new mercies every day. Lord, please bless your daughter Abigail and any woman that is suffering through a similar situation. Lord, please give them peace and clarity of mind to know that there are other options besides abortion. While there are many other reasons, this thinking is often a result of fear and shame. Please, Lord, wrap your loving arms around Abigail and send your comforting Holy Spirit to console her and give her peace. And Lord, let us pray for anyone suffering through illness such as cancer or COVID. You are Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. Please send your healing spirit to Fatima and anyone else who has illness and renew every cell of their body from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. May your will always be done, Father God. And please bless my aunt as she is struggling through mental illness. And for anyone who is experiencing mental illness, renew their minds, Lord. Heal them. Heal their families. Grant them access to good health care and give them and the family that suffers with them peace and understanding like only you can. I pray, Lord, that... I pray, Lord, for your blessing as I embark on this new romantic relationship and know that you are more powerful than any curse and that the chains of abusive relationships of all kinds in my life have been broken in Jesus' name. I thank you for the life of everyone that is listening to this message and pray that you bless each person with your divine favor in every area of their life. I ask all of this in Jesus' mighty and holy name. And may the Lord bless you who are listening and keep you may the lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you may the lord turn his face toward you and give you peace amen god bless you